Welcome to Fort Hood Spotlight, keeping you in touch with what's happening on the world's largest military installation, Fort Hood, Texas, with your hosts, Julia Connor and Angie Malone. Julia Connor here. In the studio with me is Robert Patrick, Chief Robert Patrick from the 41st Fires Brigade. Thank you so much for being with us today. It's a pleasure having me out. Now, you are here because you have a motorcycle. <laughs> yes, ma'am, I do. First, tell us about that motorcycle. I have a O2 Harley Lowrider. Okay, not knowing much about motorcycles, I guess it's pretty cool, though, huh? Oh, trust me, the uh, riders out there know what it is. <laughs> okay, what color is it? It's black. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, woo, black woo. and chrome. That's all you need. <laughs> now you've got a motorcycle, so that means you can participate in the upcoming Phantom Thunder ride. That is correct. Uh, matter of fact, I'm the uh, OIC of the upcoming Phantom Thunder ride. It's a great event. It's going to be taking place on the 25th of this month. It's going to be open to all military, DA civilians, and spouses. We're looking for a great turnout. We already know that uh, Command Sergeant Major Coleman is an avid rider, also. So we were looking for maximum participation. Okay. All right. Now tell us how the ride works. Okay. It's basically to first and foremost foster safe riding. The primary goal is to uh, enhance the uh, motorcycle mentorship riding program, which is one of the key programs on post to help younger riders. We try to pair them up with older riders and teach those safe skills that they need as far as being safe out there on the highways. Uh, second is also to promote um, as far as to show the community hey, that we are dedicated to safe riding. And then, of course, go out and have a little fun. It's going to be about um, 72 miles. If you rode in Phantom Thunder 3, it's going to be the same route. It's going to be great. Plenty of support from the outside community as well. So how long is the ride? It's going to be approximately about two hours, depending on the number of bikes we have. Okay, and so you just go to the place and then come back. You're not going to stop and usually have lunch and all that good stuff. <laughs> no, this uh, this is going to be a straight shot. Once we leave uh, Sadowski Field, we won't be stopping until we get back. Okay. Now, it's going to be on May 25th. What time are you starting out? The first bikes are going to be showing up about 745 with the last bikes coming in about 830. The CG is going to speak. Sergeant Major Coleman is going to speak. Then we'll do a preliminaries say hey, we're going to get on our bikes and head on out after that. Now, it's important if you're going to be participating in this ride, you make sure you get with the uh, motorcycle mentor for your particular unit or organization. Okay, so we can have a good accurate count. Okay, now everybody, uh, all the young riders have a mentor. How do you match the riders with the mentor? Well, each organization, if they have motorcycle riders, they're supposed to be assigned a motorcycle mentor. You know, as far as like, uh, and they do the monthly counseling and things of that nature, making sure that all the paperwork is squared away. So if you're going to be participating in this ride, uh, make sure all this stuff is done. And of course, if you're a soldier, you're going to be participating anyway because I know you have a mentor. <laughs> okay. Now, riding a motorcycle on Fort Hood or even just coming on Fort Hood in a motorcycle, I know, that, know there's rules and regulations that you have to follow. Can you give us a little bit of example about those? Well, as far as the rules and regulations, uh, and that's one of the key things as far as with this ride, we want to make sure, because I'm quite sure you've seen a lot of motorcycles out there as far as motorcycle riders who you know is not quite right. They're mm -hmm. not wearing the proper PPE. So the thing with this ride is we want to make sure, and, and also not just make sure, but let those other riders see, hey, this is a standard. You know, if you're going to be riding a motorcycle on Fort Hood, this is what the standard is. This is what the CG expects. This is what the Star Major expects. And not only that, you see this is what everyone else is doing. You're going to be showing by example, so to speak. Okay. What are some of the things that you have to do or have to wear well, first of all, if you're going to be uh, operating a motorcycle on uh, Fort Hood, you have to have the motorcycle safety course, okay? You have to make sure that your vehicle is uh, properly uh, registered, the insurance, the whole nine yards. Uh, as far as proper PPE, you have to make sure you're wearing a helmet, long sleeve, shadow-resistant glasses or goggles, gloves, 
and over the ankle boots. Okay, and, and that, of course, you know, long pants. Is, <laughs> I had to throw that in because I've seen them actually out there with shorts on. Now that is for anybody who rides a motorcycle on post, correct? No matter if you're military, civilian. Correct. All right, now Phantom Thunder. Once again, tell us when and where the ride will begin. The ride will be starting out right here at Three Corps headquarters at Sadowski Field. Okay, and the main purpose of Phantom Thunder? To uh, foster safe riding habits and also to enhance the uh, motorcycle mentorship program here on Fort Hood. Okay, now if uh, somebody needs some more information about the Phantom Thunder, what should they do? If they uh, need more information about Phantom Thunder, you can email me at robert.patrick2.conus.army.mil. All right, I want to thank you so much for being with us. We've been talking about the Phantom Thunder motorcycle ride coming up on May 25th. With me in the studio, Chief Robert Patrick from the 41st Fires Brigade. I'm Julia Connor for Fort Hood Spotlight. It's time to hop in the saddle at Belton Lake Outdoor Recreation Area. Experienced riders and beginners can take the Blora Trail Ride. Horses are available for an hour-long experience through each guided trail. Blora Ranch has over 1,200 acres for riders to explore. Cowboys and tenderfoots hop in the saddle at Blora Ranch. Children under 12 are not permitted on the trails, but they can take Pony Ride. The Blora Trail Ride. More info at hoodmwr.com. Oh my gosh, you got all these groceries for just $1.50? Yep. Wait, 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 wait. All these groceries must be $200 worth of food and stuff for just $1.50? Just $1.50 thanks to coupons. And now you get to put them all away. Now she's what Army Community Service calls a couponologist, getting lots of groceries for a little bit of money using coupons. If you have the couponologist skill, give ACS a call, 287-8979. Fort Hood Spotlight. Welcome back. I'm joined in the studio today by Ms. Teresa Shipman from the Employment Readiness Branch over at ACS. Of course, she's here to speak to us today about a big event coming up that a lot of our youth is going to be interested in, the big youth career launch. Uh, tell me about that. The career launch is going to give the young adults an opportunity to be able to develop their resumes, practice their interview skills, look at their educational and professional goals, as well as uh, participate in career assessments, help them really channel in on which career focus they need to look at when they go off to school if they need to have positive education for that career backdrop going to be on the 8th of June. The career launch is will be held from 9 until 11 o'clock. That's a seminar. The career launch, the seminar itself is for ages 13 to 22. So we will have middle school uh, educators there, high school, as well as college educators mm -hmm. who will be there to be able to help them and assist them throughout their job search process from the resume mm -hmm. to the interview to the uh, career assessment as well as their professional and educational goals. Do the youth attending this have to be associated with the military to participate? That's our targeted audience, but we're going to work with those who have partnered with Child Youth and School Services. Um, how do you suggest that youth dress when they, they come here? What we ask for them to do is to come business casual. Come as if they're ready to go to work today. And that's what is going to lead into the career fair because the employers are there. They're ready and knowing, and they come with knowledge knowing that these young adults have already been job fair prepped mm -hmm. in order to come and, and interface with them and present their two-minute elevator pitch, tell about their character, about their skills, their life accomplishments that they have, mm -hmm. and what it is they have to bring to that workforce. We're going to have a variety of local employers there, and we ask only for employers that come who are recruiting. Now, for the career fair, that's for ages 16 to 22. 
That's going to cover the customer service retail industry, as well as the personal care warehouse and logistics uh, and production. We'll also invite those who are there for data entry and some of the clerical and administrative fields as well. We will have temporary employment opportunities. There will be part-time employment opportunities, full-time and permanent. What we want to do is make sure that they come to the career launch seminar in the morning from 9 until 11 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Call 553-2216 or 287-6745 to get pre-registered. They can visit the uh, website, visit us online at hoodmwr.com slash ACS. We're there to be able to share with them more details, more information about what the seminar has to offer. And the seminar is there to get them prepared to go and interface with the hiring employers at the career fair, which is from one until three. Now in the interim between those two um, events, we are gonna also provide lunch to the career launch attendees. And in the career fair, they just need to come ready to go to work. Ms. Shipman, thank you so much for being here. Can't wait for the uh, event to come up. Thank you very much. I'm Angie Malone for Fort Hood Spotlight. Fort Hood, get ready for internationally recognized motivational speaker, author, and communication skills expert, Pamela Jett. Fort Hood's Equal Employment Opportunity Office invites you to attend a professional development seminar called Creating a Positive, High-Energy Workplace, Thursday, May 26th, from 8 until 4 in the Club Hood Grand Ballroom. The small cost will also get you your choice of fried chicken, roast beef, mashed potatoes and gravy, and more. Make your reservation today by calling 287-3602. That's 287-3602. Attention baseball fans, your Clear Creek Main Exchange has free Round Rock Express baseball tickets. Mister, did you say free baseball tickets? Yes, I did. They're for all weekend home games in May. All you need is an ID card and they're all yours. Play ball! Just stop by the manager's office in the Clear Creek PX and tell them to hook you up with free Round Rock Express baseball tickets. This is fun. Take the whole family to see the Round Rock Express with free tickets from your friends and AVs. Welcome to Fort Hood Spotlight. I'm Daryl Leonard, and today I'm speaking with Dr. Elisa Bora. She's the Director of Research at Fort Hood's Strong Star PTSD Treatment Program. What does that mean? It's a disorder that people can develop after experiencing a very traumatic experience, whether that's in their normal lives or if that's in a combat situation. It's a horrific event that they experience. I manage several different research studies here at Fort Hood that involve recruiting and treating soldiers for PTSD as well as some other issues. What are the symptoms? Well, there's a variety of symptoms. Some of the most common ones are having nightmares or flashbacks and other sleep problems, also feeling jumpy or on edge and irritable, also relationship problems. What are you guys doing to help folks with these issues? Well, we're offering two different types of treatment that have been effective with civilians. These two are called cognitive processing therapy and prolonged exposure and we're actually evaluating how effective they are with active duty soldiers here at Fort Hood who have combat related PTSD. Can you give us an idea about what each one means? Yeah they have a couple of different formats and so one of them meets in a group setting where you have about eight to ten soldiers meeting as a group with two therapists and they work through the experience and the memory of that trauma and to reprocess it and think about it differently and this has been effective with other individuals with PTSD. The other one is called prolonged 
exposure. And it's similar to CPT, but it involves re-experiencing and reliving, sitting through and thinking about the trauma. Both of these are cognitive behavioral approaches that help us understand what we went through and think about it differently. And this helps alleviate symptoms of PTSD. Do you see a lot of folks here at Fort Hood that have these symptoms? Yes, we've seen close to 200 so far, and we're looking to recruit another 800. If someone would be interested in, in finding out that they potentially have this, what should they do? They can just give us a call. We can do an initial screen on the phone just to go over the types of symptoms they might be experiencing, just to make sure that that is similar to PTSD. Mm -hmm. And then they can come in and we will conduct a thorough assessment to establish that they are meeting the clinical criteria. And that is a requirement for us before you enter the treatment study, is that you actually do have PTSD. Tell me about the process. Take us from point A and get us all the way to point Z. In our study? Yes. Okay. So as I mentioned, you would conduct a first very short phone screen. We would then set up an appointment for you, hopefully within a week or two. That's our goal is to get you in as quickly as possible. You would come in for a roughly three-hour appointment where we do ask you a lot of questions. It's an assessment battery that has a lot of different, what we call psychological tests. And it's just to establish what's going on with you, to understand your history, and to understand things that happen to you in combat that may be related to PTSD. And then once you've done that, we will enter you into one of our treatment programs, and then you will begin treatment as soon as we have availability, which is another week or two probably. And then you'll be involved in either an individual or a group format treatment program. One of them lasts two weeks where you come in every day for two weeks. It's about a three-hour appointment each day. And that also involves homework after that. So on your own, you do things at home that the therapist has asked you to think about. And then the other ones can last six weeks. That's the group treatment where you come in twice a week for two mornings for six weeks. And you meet as a group. And then another one also meets for eight weeks where you come in once a week for eight weeks. And it's the same format as the treatment that met every day. We're just trying to identify whether two weeks is just as an effective treatment as an eight-week program. Who's allowed to take this? Um, we prefer active duty. We would consider reservists, but we prefer active duty who are going to stay in the service and who are committed to getting better and staying deployable. We are not including individuals who are involved in a medical evaluation board. And then we also ask, this is sometimes complicated, but often individuals are receiving medication for other behavioral health concerns that they may have. And we just ask that before they start our treatment, that they be stable on those medications for six weeks mm -hmm. prior to beginning our treatment. Is there a follow-up program? Yes. Because this is a research study, we do conduct intensive follow-up. So we want to make sure that you're doing better and that those symptoms are staying low, below threshold, so you're still not experiencing PTSD. So basically, we'll come in and do a follow-up with you after the treatment, and then six months later, as well as 12 months later. All right. For someone who would like to participate in this research program, give us the information of what they should do. Okay. It's really simple. You can just give us a call. We're here at Fort Hood. We're in Rough Rider Village on Tank Destroyer. Our phone number is 254-432-4169. So just give us a call, and you can even stop by. We're in building 3508. Is there a website? Yes. Our website is www.strongstar.org. And that will tell you all the different research studies that are involved in the Strong Star PTSD Research Consortium, but it can also direct you to the Fort Hood studies. Well, we've been speaking with Dr. Elisa Bora, the Director of Research for Fort Hood Strong Star PTSD Treatment Program. We want to thank you for your time today. Thank you very much. Spotlight is a production of Three Coin Fort Hood Public Affairs. I'm Daryl Leonard.